0: Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 14 of Soul Food called What If? And in this episode, we're going to look at the decision making process and the way that your heart is affected by the decisions that you make and by the decisions that you contemplate and think about. So we'll look at the dangers of decision-making according to Imam al-Ghazali. We'll look at the three kinds of decisions that he talks about. And then finally, we'll look at the way that the doctor provides the medicine. So we're looking at the second of the four hindrances, the obstacle of hindrances, and Imam al-Ghazali lists them as four. So in this episode, we're looking at the second of them, and that is desiring certain things without knowing if they're really good for you or not. Desiring things and thinking about them and your heart being busied by that without actually knowing if there's good for you in that thing or not. And these hindrances that Imam al-Ghazali talks about in this fourth obstacle, all relate to our understanding of Allah's care for us and how we deal with his divine decree. And Imam al-Ghazali, may Allah have mercy on him, is a master of bringing out the subtleties of spiritual experience. He goes very deep. And he says the only way that you can have peace of heart when faced with decisions is by turning the outcome and the decision itself over to Allah Jalla and accepting His decree and His will. So for example, you have a decision and you don't know what to decide and you don't know what the outcome is, is that you turn it over and you say, oh Allah, choose what's best for me. And Imam Al-Ghazali says the first benefit of that is that you will have serenity in your heart, that you'll have peace of heart. And I'm sure you experience this, we stress out to no end about the millions of decisions we have to make in our lives. And those decisions and thinking about them and being stressed about them, and sometimes we can even stay up at night thinking about the decisions that we have to make and the options that we have, that takes up so much of our time. And it really takes up the purity of heart and the purity of thought that we need for worship and devotion. That if you're worried about all these other things, you're not going to be able to have the purity you need in devoting yourself entirely to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if we're honest, you know, ask yourself the question, how often is my prayer plagued by this endless to-do list? Oh, when I finish, I got to do this. I got to call that person. I have to send this email. I have to cook, I have to shop, I have to do this, I have to, all of the to-do list and it just keeps on going and it plagues us even in our prayer. So the first benefit is that you have this serenity that you know that you're taken care of and you turn it over to Allah. The second benefit of turning it over to Allah in Arabic is called tafwid, is that you turn it over, you consign the affair to God The second benefit is that God will choose what is in your ultimate best interest. When you say, oh Allah, you choose for me, that Allah's choosing for you will ultimately be in your best interest. And sometimes we might want something and we're not so sure that it's good for us. But we really feel like in the moment there's an emotional attachment, there's a strong desire like I really want this job, or I really wanna go to this university, or I really want this particular opportunity, but then it ends up being harmful. And consigning it over to Allah and saying, Allah, I really want this thing, but I know that your choosing for me is better than my own choosing for myself a man was devoted to worship, like this one man who devoted himself to worship, he kept asking Allah to show him the devil because he wanted to see Iblis and he wanted to basically beat him up and say, how dare you disobey Allah. So when he asked Allah, let me see the devil, he heard a voice and it said to him, ask Allah for afiyah, for well-being instead for a comprehensive well-being. You don't need to see the devil, but just ask Allah that he protects you and he keeps you well in every way. But the man insisted. He kept making the dua to see the devil because he really wanted to beat him up. So finally, he saw the devil. And as he wanted to beat up the devil and hit him, the devil said to him, if I didn't know that you were going to live to be 100 years old, I would destroy you right now. So the man goes, what? Oh, I'm going to live to be a hundred years old? I've got a long life ahead of me. So he became lazy and he fell into sin and he was destroyed. The moral of the story is that the man kept asking for something that he thought he was doing something good. But in reality, it ended up being harmful for him. So you don't always know what's best for you, which is why it's so important to turn it over to Allah. The next point that we'll cover is the three kinds of decisions that Imam al-Ghazali talks about. So you might be asking, you know, do you have to turn everything over to Allah? What about things that are obviously good and obviously bad? You know, like I can't make a decision about that or I'm supposed to make a decision about that. That's not what Imam al-Ghazali is talking about. He says in life there's three possibilities. Things that you know are absolutely bad like disbelief and obedience of Allah. So you should never and would never desire those things and you would leave it all together. You would never want to make a decision towards that. And if one does, then they need to avoid that and repent. The second possibility is things that you know are absolutely good, like paradise, like faith, like following the prophetic way and so on and so forth. So you can and you should desire those things and make decisions that lead to those things. The third thing that he says, the third possibility is things that have the possibility of being good, but they're unclear. And in that case, you always ask Allah to choose for you. And many things in life fall under the third category. You know, what am I gonna do with my life? What is my future? What school should I go to? What job should I get? How do I deal with these opportunities? That you always turn over the things that are unclear or uncertain to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even if you think one of the outcomes is better. Even if your heart is attached to that, but you turn it over to Allah, He might give you that thing and it might turn out that your opinion was correct, but it might also be something else. Right? That brings us to the final point which is the doctor provides the medicine. When you turn things over to Allah جل جلاله, and you ask Him to choose what is best for you, He will take care of you in the best of ways. In the ways that are good for you in your life and in your life to come. And Allah teaches that us in the Quran when Prophet Musa alayhi salam, he said, Wa amri ila Allah. Inna Allah so he said, I commit my case, I commit my affair to God. God is well aware of his servants. And then Allah says in the very next verse, So God saved him from the harm that they planned. So even if you're in a tight situation or a difficult situation, if you continuously seek assistance from God and you turn over the decision to Him, He will give you the best outcome. And that's what tafweed is. This ufawwidu amri Allah. I turn my affair over to Allah and that Allah is the most knowledgeable and the most wise and he'll take care of you. And we see this in our own worldly life as well. That when we go to a doctor, for example, and the doctor gives us a medicine and the medicine, although it's good for us, it's not always pleasurable. So even if you turn over the affair to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it doesn't mean that things are always going to be easy and sweet and pleasurable. There might be something that goes against your nafs. There might be something that you don't like, and that's a reality. But the reality also is that if that is what Allah has chosen for you, especially if you've turned over the decision to Him, then there is great good in that. Just like when the doctor gives you a medicine that is bitter, it's not pleasurable, but you know that the doctor is looking out for you and ultimately that bitter medicine is in your best interest and will make you healthier. Or if the doctor tells you to leave something that's so dear to you, like sugar, and it's unpleasurable, your body is—you might be addicted to it and you really want that thing, but you know it's bad for you. And in that discomfort, you know that you're actually benefiting. Or even in the most severe case that sometimes a doctor might have to operate and cut open a person and cut their body, why in order to save them? in order to give them greater health in the bigger picture. So the same goes with Allah's decree and Allah choosing for us something that might not be the most pleasurable, but is in our best interest. So when we understand that concept, that that is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this world chooses things for us, we're better able to accept it. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Qur'an, وَعَسَىٰ أَن تَكْرَهُ شَيْئًا وَهُوَ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ وَعَسَىٰ أَن تُحِبُّ شَيْئًا وَهُوَ شَرٌ لَكُمْ وَاللَّهُ يَعْلَمْ وَأَنْتُمْ لَا تَعْلَمُونَ It may be that you dislike a thing and it is better for you. So it's like, oh, I don't want this particular thing or something you don't like happens, but it's actually the better outcome for you. Or you love a thing. And it is worse for you. Allah knows and you do not know. So in all the million what-ifs in life, Imam al-Ghazali is saying, the way that you devote yourself to Allah and the way that you overcome this hindrance, this attachment of the heart and desire of the heart regarding something that it doesn't really know whether it's good for you or not, is that you turn it over to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And sometimes that medicine might be bitter, but it's good for you. So that brings us to the call to action, is one of the greatest gifts that this Ummah has been given, that God has given the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, and the people of faith, is Salatul Istikhara, is the prayer of seeking God to choose for you and Salat al-Istikhara is something that you can pray about a specific matter, like let's say for example, marriage or a job or any significant or important matter in your life that you don't know what to choose for yourself is that you can pray istikhara. So inshallah, we'll put a link in the show notes to the description of Salat al-Istikhara and how to pray it and say that du'a, whether you can pray it or you can just say the du'a Do the dua of istikhara about your specific and your general affairs. You can say, oh Allah, choose what's best for me and my life in general. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will put blessings in the decisions that come your way and the opportunities that come your way. So pray the prayer of istikhara and see the amazing results in your life. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remove the hindrances from our hearts. May we be able to always consign our affair to Him and may He manifest in our lives the beautiful and wondrous manifestations of His care and His assistance and uh, His mercy for us subhanahu wa ta'ala ameen wa ta'ala ala sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ajma'in walhamdulillahi rabbil Thank you for listening to Soul Food To subscribe to the show visit soulfood.fm where you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud or by email If you're on iTunes please also leave us a rating and a review It helps more people discover the show